This is an ex Delft podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk About X podcast. In our small but cozy studio in the basement of the X building, we invite other students and experts to join us to discuss topics that are interesting for you, students of the TU Delft. My name is Pepijn. I'm Iris. And today, in the final episode of season one, we have a very special guest. Uh, it's our CEO of the TU Delft, uh, Rector Magnificus and Professor Tim van der Hagen. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for inviting me. A pleasure to be here. And today we're going to talk about the very abnormal year we uh, we all had as students, but also staff at the TU Delft. Uh, the way of uh, looking at the lectures became different. We, uh, we're used to looking at the screen all day long for hours and hours, instead of going to campus, because of course the campus was closed. I can imagine that a lot of uh, tasks and uh, decisions had to be made by uh, our rector, Tim. Um, so, Tim, are you looking forward to your well-earned vacation, or doesn't it work that way uh, as a rector? No, it works exactly that way, a- absolutely, and I'm sure that that holds for everybody and everyone, students and, and staff. It has uh, been enormously hectic and, and indeed an abnormal year, yeah. and uh, I expect that it will be a game-changer, that uh, 50 years from now you will look back and say, okay, that was the year where, uh, after which everything changed, uh, for the good, let's hope for, for that. For the good, yeah, because you think yeah. that a lot of stuff that is, is going on now, the kind of um, talking about the sort of adaptations or, or measures that will yeah. stay in place? Or yeah, I hope so, I think so. Yeah. I think uh, the worst thing that we can do is go back to the way we used to work and to study and, and to, to move around the globe and so on. I see that there is now more focus on sustainability, on family, on, on well-being in, instead of economic growth on uh, well, decreasing our dependence on foreign countries. Uh, so so uh, making Europe stronger is, is very important. Of course, we, we saw the switch from on-campus to fully online. Oh, that, yeah. that will bounce back a little bit, of course. I hope so. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah. But because we, well, we have been confirmed that we have an on-campus university. It, yeah. is, it is vital that we meet each other, that we sit together like we're doing now, that we look each, each other into the eye, that we have meetings by chance uh, near the coffee machine, for instance. And, and just a quick talk, small just chats. Just quick, small yeah. talks. Not, not, well, small talks, but well, with content. Yeah, okay. Uh, and and that's, uh, that's uh, very important. But still, uh, working from home and online education will, 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 will have its part in the future. Yeah. I'm sure about that. Yeah, also I think the... the uh, booking of time slots to go to the gym. I'm actually kind of fond of that. Yeah, that's okay. You, you yeah, yeah. plan it way better for yourself yeah. because otherwise it's like, ah, hmm, might as well go now or, or not. And then maybe you will not go after all. So I, I think some measures will, uh, will yeah, stay in place. I, I, I play thing. tennis myself and now indeed I can book one week in advance <laughs> via an app. It's much you better. You put it in your agenda. You put it in my agenda. Go. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, same for library. You're, you've booked a spot. You, you have to go, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For study also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For instance, yeah. Yeah, for uh, for a lot of purposes, it also has uh, some good. But but time for holidays and and the relaxing is of course uh, extremely important, and uh, it it's in fact the responsibility of a, of a CEO, as you, as you call me, <laughs> to to make sure. Well, I have to to make sure that I'm in balance, that I'm healthy and uh, fit and so on to do the job. So it is part of the job to relax, you could say. Yeah, because talking about fit and and. Uh, I want to go a little bit back in time because yeah. I think in uh, February or March, the uh, in 2019 it was 20, no, tw- 2020. 2020. Wow, yeah, yeah. Ca- I can't even remember anymore. <laughs> um, the first case of Corona happened at TU Delft. Where were you then, and and how did you yeah experience that time? 
Yeah, yeah. In fact, already before that, we had our crisis team in operation. That was in January. January already. Yeah, uh, well, I'm yeah. the chairman of the crisis team, mm -hmm. and uh, in fact, it was probably one of the first times that we had a crisis team meeting since uh, I'm president of the university, since five years. And we did it because of the situation in Wuhan. And we have a lot of Chinese students and staff, hundreds, and, and some of them uh, returned from Wuhan. So we had to take care of that and to make sure that they stay, stayed away from uh, the campus for two weeks. And some of them live at the campus and in the dormitories on our campus. Huh? Yeah. So, so, so we had to arrange that. And, we, and we, at that time in January, we said, well, of, it, it will not be that big a problem. But in any case, it's a fine exercise for the crisis team to meet each other again. Well, it turned out it was not really an exercise. It was a well, full, full-blown experience. But indeed, then, uh, then February came, and uh, it was a leap year. So it was February 29 on, on a Saturday that that this this student uh, was infected, and we had uh, well the first case at TU Delft and case number seven in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yeah. And there were already problems in North Brabant eh, in the south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and we were looking at at, uh, uh, at situation in Milan and the northern Italy, where you saw this exponential growth of infections, yeah. and and you could plot our, our 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 situation on top of that. You could see that we were just nine days uh, behind them, and it was going Very exactly exactly in the same speed. Mm. So uh, so. We, we imagined that it could be very urgent and very serious at, the, at that Saturday and Sunday. So um, we announced, uh, put on our websites, that everybody with respiratory problems should consult uh, his doctor instead of going to the campus. That was on Sunday, and we had a call center in operation on Sunday morning. Uh, about a dozen people who could answer all, of all questions that there were from students and, uh, and staff. Uh, later on, much later, uh, almost two weeks later, was an announcement by, by the government. Eh? That was uh, yeah. March, March 10. It was the first yeah. real press conference. Yeah, and actually. then it was, well, we stopped shaking hands. Yeah. Where we, was, we were waiting about, well, for something serious, because we, we thought we have to take action here. Yeah. yeah. And then on Friday 13, March 13, Friday, Friday the 13th, that was, uh, well, uh, the first marked uh, lockdown. And uh, I was standing on the, on the bicycle path, on, uh, on our campus, yeah. completely empty. And I really had, had wow. tears in my eyes. I'm working 35 years at TU Delft. It was the first time that the campus was completely empty. empty. So we have assets of, of a few billion in our campus, eh? and there was nobody using it at that moment. So that was really desperate. And then I thought, well, okay, this, this will last only two weeks, perhaps a month. Yeah. And a little bit naive. See what, what <laughs> happened. Oh, yeah. I wish yeah. it did. I wish it yeah, did. Ev everybody yeah, everybody did. N nobody expected that it would take this long. Yeah, but you can never imagine something like this to really happen. I mean, no, it is no. it is so weird to 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 yeah. experience a year yeah. like this or a year. Ab and a half. Absolutely, and it was a disaster, of course, for students and for staff because uh, also after in that weekend, so after Friday the thirteenth. So uh, our staff had to change uh, education from on campus to online. Yeah. So on Monday, so Friday was was a, was the start of the lockdown. On Monday, 95% of the education was online. In that weekend, they had to teach themselves Zoom. How do you Zoom? Teams? We didn't we didn't know. No. Well, the staff didn't know. And on Monday, 95% was online already. They had to change exams, 54,000 exams from on campus to online in one wow. week. So it was enormous, enormous pressure on, on staff, lot, but also yeah. on students, of course, because they had yeah, to change their life uh, well, completely. Uh, and and that, well, it turned out that it yeah. took rather long. 
Yeah, but I wanted to ask, like, yeah. were you naive in the beginning that maybe thinking, well, probably will last two weeks, but it, when you're talking like this, you already had a crisis team ready in January, so yeah. like one and a half months, two months in advance of the real press conference and the, yeah. and the message that it would be a really, uh, really would be a lockdown. Yeah. Um, what was the initiative taker for this crisis team, actually? Uh, that was our, yourself, our, our our manager of okay. uh, safety and security and myself. So so okay. so, so we, we said together: Is this serious enough? Is there something going yeah. on? Well, you can so never it was be not sure. From the government? No, 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 really no, your no, own no. Initiative. That was our yeah. own initiative. Yes. Okay. Interesting. And and uh, let's say the first uh, well, the first month in March, the first serious month of the mm -hmm. crisis, we we had a crisis mode completely. So yeah. the crisis team met every day. And all decisions were being made by the crisis team, not by the executive board. Uh, so without uh, the student council and the employee, the work council, but we had to inform them, of course. That, yeah. That's how things work. When your house is on fire... Yeah, you have to you have to act quickly. But yeah. it lasted only one month. So uh, let's say the end okay. of April, we will back uh, to, to the normal procedures and normal uh, op Yeah, because I can, can remember I uh, there were a few crisis teams or they had different... Um, uh, foci to say, yeah. so some were more occupied with with staff or or the buildings yeah. or whatever, and in every team there was also a member of the student council, if I yeah. remember correctly. So there was this this central crisis team. Yeah, that was uh, especially important at the very first month when hundreds of decisions had to, had to be taken. Of yeah, course, of course yeah. that was all the details that you think <laughs> about. Um, and then uh, every uh, faculty had its own crisis team. So, mm -hmm. so because they were, of course, uh, responsible for for all everything that happened in their building and yeah. and with, with their educational programs and research and labs, how many people in the labs and so on. And then we had these had task forces, and, and that, that's oh, what task what, force. what you yeah. were referring yeah. to. Exactly. And we put them in place for the restart. So after summer, what does this mean for the next academic year? So this academic year, the start of this academic yeah. year. So how are we going to do our our, our studies, uh, our courses, our labs, our inter, uh, well uh, traveling around, and so on? And indeed, there that, that was a, a, a quite a mixed composition, with students and staff and and, and support staff and yeah. so on. Yeah. To let everybody, uh, yeah, let his or her opinion be heard. Yeah. yeah, and also interesting, the first two weeks it was really uh, a regional affair. So we had lots of contact with the mayor, for instance, yeah. and, and our university as a whole, and with, uh, with let's say, IKEA and uh, the hospitals and, and so on. But very quickly, after two weeks, it became national. Yeah. So there we had uh, twice per week a meeting all the presidents of all the universities, and together, as, as a university society, we had contact with the Minister of Educational Affairs and so on. And, and then, well, this, this sort of normal modes uh, came about. Yeah, also to, to sort of smoothen all the, the, yeah. the measures nationally to Ab absolutely. apply them yeah, absolutely. equally as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, yeah, how was this transition to, uh, to, to online working for you as, uh, as a rector from the, from the TUDAF? Yes. First, I thought, well, it's 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 in fact not that bad. <laughs> it, it works, and 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 you 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 can make something happen, and you, and you can indeed meet each other and so on. Yeah. Do you so, live in Delft? So or I live or in Delft. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So for for traveling time, it's not a lot. Of no, fun. no, no, no. <laughs> but but after a while, and I'm sure that that also uh, holds for you for for students. Uh, well, you see the negative aspects yeah. of of only working via Teams. It was, we started with Skype, and then it was Zoom, and then now it's WebEx and teams that it's it's uh, let's say it it you you work completely via an agenda 
So point by point and so on. You 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 start with the agenda and you finish with the agenda and exactly on time. So you start yeah. let's say 11 o'clock and you finish at 12 o'clock and then there's the next meeting. There's no traveling time in between. So everything for me looks the same. So it's very difficult to remember which meeting it was because all meetings are exactly the same. <laughs> They're all a screen with faces uh, talking. <laughs> yeah. So that's different. And then it's it's almost impossible to talk to someone uh, individually. Yeah, because you have a meeting with ten or twelve persons, so so th that's really. Yeah, you uh, don't have the, the coffee machine talks anymore. You don't have the coffee machine yeah. talks exactly, and it's it's very tiring. And I'm not sure. Well, uh, some some scientists have, have to investigate that. What makes it tiring to look at the screen? Why is that more tiring than now? If I look at you, uh, probably it has something to do with 2D versus 3D that your brain has as well. Yeah, to, maybe. To sort of calculate the 3D image that you don't see. Yeah, and as, as you also say, it's always the same. Yeah. Like only the, the faces switch, but you're looking at the same screen all yeah. the time, hours and hours a day in, in the worst case. And I think yeah. we, we had that as well as uh, students. You Absolutely. Looking at your lecture, uh, your group meetings for a project, uh, when you have an exam as well. It's the yeah. same. It's always the same screen you're looking at. So yeah. after time, it becomes a little bit boring. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm convinced. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's I guess uh, why they invented like 3D and 4D movies because just a 2D movie is not that interesting yeah. as a 3D movie. And if it involves a 4D movie, like with smell and taste yeah. and feel, yeah. I think that's just the full experience. Yeah, it's sort of virtual yeah. reality. That, that's, that's what we need. Exam. <laughs> <laughs> why not the real thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, and and uh, if I look at myself, uh, I see that I do things parallel. So I have my telephone and WhatsApp, and I have email, and at the same time I'm doing these Teams meetings. So that's it's exhausting. Normally you have a meeting with a person and you you, you don't do your email while, while you talk to somebody else. So that's, that's very impolite and in fact impossible. Yeah, 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 but on yeah. the screen you can do that and I see everybody is typing yeah. and reading and so on. So that, that's also tiring. And yeah. I guess the same holds for, for you, for students. You have a lot of distractions to, lot to of cope with actually. Yeah. Yeah. And every time this WhatsApp uh, peeps yeah. uh, comes up. You get a lot of information yeah. every time. Like yeah. from your email and the, from the meetings, from your WhatsApp, your phone, everything. It's It's... It keeps coming, and you have no yeah. sort of moment to really focus on something else. Exactly, so that makes it quite tough. So yeah. I'm convinced that we we have and we will return to the campus. So yeah, I, I hope starting right after well. summer. Well, uh, the, the figures look good. We're, we're not sure yet, of course. We have to yeah. to, to, take, to take care of uh, mutations. Be aware of mutations. Talking about going back on campus, yeah. uh, I think for a lot of students it was very uh, hard to go into a lockdown, uh, but it made the lives yeah, technically easier because it uh, took out a lot of events. But when we're going back to campus, all the busy lives are going to start again. I think that's even a bigger step for the students to take, uh, right? Is TU Delft ready for this? Big step for students. Could be. And uh, perhaps we have to distinguish, let's say, the first-year students uh, that will be second-year students next year and those that have, well, experienced the normal way of, of studying and what is the university like and, and so on. And how do you do your exercises? Perhaps they, they return in, in that in that matter to their the way they used to, to work and to study. But for new students, this will indeed be a, be a big change. Well, to wake up at time and to be at, uh, well, wherever they have to be at a uh, quarter to nine, or perhaps we will use different time slots, I'm not sure yet. So indeed, it is a big change. And again, the worst thing that we can do is bounce back to the way things we did. With uh, large classrooms, 800 students of uh, mechanical engineering in four separate classrooms and so on. Why is that so bad then? I think we, we now know better. I think it's better to have uh, indeed uh, sort of exchange with students in smaller groups. 
50, 75, 100 interaction and then uh, make sure that people, uh, students watch uh, their courses, the basic courses online, uh, at home for instance, and, and can ask questions and work on, on problems uh, and, and, and uh, exercises uh, with supervisors and with, with colleague students. I think that that's a better way of studying. But we have to find that out. I'm not, I'm not sure yet. It, it will take a few years because uh, we know what is the best way. Yeah. yeah, and also what Iris says, like with curfew, for instance, looking back, I, yeah, of course I'm not fond of it, but looking back, it was actually not that bad because oh. <laughs> always when you, no, like when you went to see some friends, for instance, you always had to be back at a certain time and it made your life a little bit easier oh, because yeah? you had a sort of, excuse to come home earlier you had a little bit of time for yourself before going to bed yeah, yeah. and then you didn't go to bed too late and then you yeah, yeah wake up quite fresh yeah. in the morning it i don't know put you in a tight schedule yeah. but it was a tight schedule and now we're going yeah. back to the not scheduled world world anymore and yeah, i you think that's decide yourself yeah that's something. a pretty yeah. big thing for people that lived in or started their studies in like this very tight online courses and now we're going back in social activities and yeah. you can uh, like schedule the exercise okay. hours and yeah it's yeah. pretty hard i think for people to schedule their busy lives again because yeah. th the lives are going to be busier than before i yeah. guess they will so be. so freedom comes with responsibility and uh, if you look at high school it's very structured of course and you know exactly what you have to do and universities uh, well it, it's much more open and up to you and uh, yeah. much more possibilities and opportunities but you have to to organize yourself indeed and uh, we can help and we will help and we have to find a way an optimum way and i can imagine that it's different for for bachelor students versus master students versus PhD students but we cannot make it individually. We cannot not uh, tailor it to, to every student's... Uh, Tailor-made study yeah, programs. Yeah, that's and, uh, that's, what, that's what, you, what you would like, <laughs> that perhaps. Would be ideal, but uh, still, there are, are plenty of opportunities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, but uh, I, I can imagine what you said. Yeah, Brian, because that, now... That yeah. Structure is needed. Yeah, because now yeah. you're... I don't know, for myself, at least, like you're looking at your agenda, and um, I think that's also due to corona, that you, you plan everything that you are going to do in your agenda. And now when I look at my agenda, it's full of blocks of things I'm going to do. And it's really? also nice things I'm going to do, okay, but it's a full agenda. And it's sort of, I don't know, it gives a sort of pressure like, oh, pff, I have to do something nice again. Like, I don't know. It, it makes it, yeah. <laughs> because it's know, in my agenda. It feels so obligatory. Yeah, it, it's not that spontaneous anymore. And I don't know, that changed a little bit for me, maybe. I don't know, do you witness that? Yeah, I feel like I would be a little stressed if someone would call me and say, hi, can you go out for a drink or some snack right yeah. now? I, I would, I, I don't know if I could it doesn't handle it. doesn't fit in my agenda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. And I think if yeah. we're having like this group project on the TU Delft again on campus, and um, yeah, we have to schedule this with all people and all their agendas. Yeah, it will, it will be harder than if everyone was just at home and you can just give them yeah. a call by Zoom and they'll, they'll be there because everyone's at home. So it will yeah. change, but it's for the good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. of course. I yeah. think yeah, it requires some, uh, some adaptation. Um, I have another question. You, um, mm -hmm. um, as, a, as the Rector Magnificus, do you have to make a lot of um, sort of final decisions for the, for the policy at TU Delft? Like, were there a lot of hard decisions you had to make during the, the pandemic? Yeah, well, it's up to the board. So the, the first yeah, month, okay. it, it was a crisis team. So that was very easy, in fact, for me, because, well, <laughs> it was a very small group, about yeah. 10 people. We could decide on lots of things about people who were abroad and, uh, and people who were w wishing to, to go abroad to travel and so on, and about, well, all the details you can think of. 
But well, normally, it's, it's in, in normal times, in good times, it's, uh, of course, the executive board. So together with my colleagues, now that's uh, Professor Rob Mudder, and we will have a new vice president uh, operations uh, starting the 1st of August, Marine van der Meer. So the three of us are the executive board, and yeah. uh, it's up to us to, to, to make the final decisions. And we do so every week. So every week we have a meeting on Tuesday morning, and let's say we, we take about 10 decisions uh, roughly per week. So a few hundred per year, 400 per year, something like that. Mm. Yeah, and were there very but they are very well prepared, or? of course. Yeah, uh, of course, course. Of very course. well prepared by were lots of people. <laughs> yes, almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Still, we, we but were there were there a lot of hard decisions related to uh, to the pandemic, or wasn't it? Yes, for instance, a, a very tough decision that that we made uh, a few weeks ago uh, for 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 the near uh, for the next uh, academic year. Uh, for exchange students and uh, and, and and for for, for uh, trainees abroad, mm -hmm. that we uh, did not allow, do not allow for them to go to non-European countries. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Because if so they did, they couldn't go, uh, come. So back. we are afraid that that that, uh, that, that they, there is a possibility that they don't have the opportunity to go back, and we are responsible, of course, for yeah. them. So we said you can go to 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 any country that you can reach by car, because then you can return by car. Yeah. So indeed, uh, Canada looks good at the moment, the U.S. and perhaps Hong Kong and so on, but still, we don't allow that. So. And, and that's tough, of course, if you are an individual student and say, well, well you arranged everything. Yeah. And the receiving party is also okay with it. But and still, we said, does not yeah, allow you yeah, to. No, and we have 27,000 students, so we have to draw the line somewhere. So, so I understand the, these individual students, and, I, and, 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 and I'm sorry for them, and I hope for them that they can find a place somewhere yeah. in Europe, in, 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 in Germany or, or wherever. Yeah. It's a tough decision. So yeah. that's, that's a tough decision. Yeah. Sometimes you have to look at the organization as a whole, and you cannot not uh, not make explicit decisions for for certain persons or groups groups of uh, a group of persons. Yeah, you have to do what what is the best for yeah. all to yeah. in the end. Yeah. yeah. But um, yes, and 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 and, and we we thought a lot about what what to communicate and what not. Yeah. That, that's also a bit, uh, really a tough decision. Uh, of course, uh, we want to show our emotions that we have, and and we we feel sorry, and we we care for our students and our staff. But on the other hand, we also have to have to to announce serious uh, measures, information, as it yeah. is, as, as it were. So, how to balance that, and how to make sure that everybody can find uh, the information that he or she needs, and so on. So, there were a lot of of, of thoughts about that as, yeah, as well. Yeah, you have to be and really still. clear about it yeah. to uh, to yeah. your students. Yeah, um, I think we uh, we're going to uh, wrap up a little bit. Um, so um, I think to uh, to conclude, what are your expectations for the TU Delft and for the students uh, after this summer for the new reopening? Yes, so I hope we will go back, and I'm, I'm almost sure that we, we will come back to the to the campus. Uh, let's say three days per week. That's our intention. Three days. Three days okay. per week. That is uh, the basic scenario, as it is called by the Department of uh, Education and uh, uh, and Research. So by the Ministry. Um, so not as it was, and also uh, people will work partly uh, from home and partly on the campus, and let's say that will be up to two days per week at home and uh, three days per week uh, yeah. at the office here or in the labs and so on. But that will change from from individual to individual and, and group. Uh, so it will remain sort of, of hybrid for yeah. time yeah. coming at least. Yeah, and we're preparing that at, at the moment. We mm -hmm. have strategic response teams, <laughs> six of them. So yeah. we had task forces eh, They're for now the to, uh, And now to we have strategic, strategic because uh, well, our strategy will change. 
Yeah. Like, like I said in the beginning, it's ev even more focused on sustainability. Yeah. So you had this online-offline balance. We have at home and work on the campus, where we are confirmed that the campus is, is vital. It's very important for us to have a campus and to work on the campus and study on the campus. And also our international uh, partnerships. We have to think about that. How, how yeah. will that go in the future? So th these are being prepared at the moment. And in fact, uh, these uh, SRTs, strategic response teams, are finishing their advice uh, this month. Mm -hmm. And then we have to take the next step. But you see that all, all over the globe, of course, uh, all companies and all institutions are thinking about the near future. What does this mean, this, this pandemic for us? So the world will change, uh, I'm, I'm sure yeah. about that. And and it's also in your hands. So if you have good ideas, or well, the, the young generation, uh, if they have good ideas, well, I'm, I'm willing to, to hear them, of course, uh, to work on it. it. It will take a couple of years, because before we know yeah. what is the best way it's to not work. A, yeah. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, as, uh, yeah. as Margaret also uh, said a few times. It's a marathon, yeah. abs absolutely. And does, the, does this is, uh, involve also the cooperation with, with other uh, parts in society, like remember that the two Delft um, uh, started these uh, uh, respiratory uh, machine yeah. uh, development and also they worked on recycling of uh, face masks exactly. and yeah. at, at Applied Sciences they started projects on uh, sort of collecting all the research that has been done on the virus itself. Absolutely, yeah. So, so, so we have this web website uh, that was started by Delft Global mm -hmm. and uh, also the university fund was involved. Uh, well, the, let's say to, to to involve alumni and yeah. uh, they could sponsor also all these uh, these activities they were very positive and indeed we are uh, working on what we call convergence so that this uh, technology is is essential for solving uh, the major grand challenges but not sufficient so we have to work together with uh, social sciences humanities and, and medicine so we do a lot together with Erasmus Medical Center yeah. and Erasmus University and I really think that the pandemic has shown us that that is the way to go. Yeah. Also, the pandemic is not just technology, it's much more than that. It's also the way we work. Even, yeah, a lot of behavioral sciences yeah, be as well. Ab yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so. Interesting. So, so I'm very positive about, yeah. the, about the future. It can bring a lot, uh, I yeah, think. Absolutely. That counts for us too, I think. We're also very positive to uh, go back to campus. And uh, is there something that you would like to end this podcast with for all the students and the listeners? Yes, absolutely. I, I would like to thank everybody. Well, our whole community, all the staff, uh, scientists, uh, support staff, and the students, because it has been very tough for everybody. And, uh, well, the resilience has been enormous. So it was really the, the TU Delft can-do mentality. Okay, we, we will continue. Research continued, education continued, the university continued, and we will make the university even better. But before we do that, before we make the university even better, everybody has to relax and to close uh, their laptops and shut off. Please take your holidays, enjoy your holidays. And I see everybody back after, uh, after summer. Thank you very much, Tim, for your time to uh, give us a lot of insights in uh, how policymaking and decision-making at TU Delft worked uh, during the pandemic. And with that, to everyone at home, thanks for listening. In two weeks, um, there won't be another episode of the Let's Talk About X podcast because this was the last episode of this season. However, we hope to uh, return to you uh, next academic year, so stay tuned. And if you have any ideas for a new, uh, new podcast or an interesting guest for us to talk with, Please don't hesitate to, uh, to inform us about that. Uh, give us a heads up uh, at the X Instagram or other channels. And uh, we're happy to, uh, to look at the opportunities with that. So thank you very much uh, and uh, enjoy your summer holidays.